You're listening to Kiama Community Radio. Good morning, listeners. This is Carol Goddard from Kiama Community Radio. I have with me today Joy and Tom Boyd. They're the founders of the Kiama Table Tennis Club, an extremely popular group boasting over 70 members and meeting twice a week right here in Kiama. Joy and Tom have excelled at their sport and at the tender ages of 83 and 92 respectively are still very active. Joy, may I begin with you? Tell me about how you first discovered table tennis. Uh, I was 17 at the time and I'd just discovered boys and (laughs) this boy I was interested in played table tennis. So I went along with him and uh, tried to scrounge hits and got a liking for the game through him. (laughs) And was that you, Tom? I started when I started work. So I was introduced to a table uh, at the company I was with and started playing that when I was 16. Oh, amazing. So you weren't the boy that Joy was trying to chase? No, I I was born south of the border. I'm a Mexican in (laughs) Melbourne. How did you meet? Did you meet through table tennis? Yes, we did. Well, I knew of Tom because we lived in the same district in Sydney and played against each other in the local competition. Oh, wow. And we were away at a national championship and Tom had decided to come along to see what it was all about. And uh, he was in the over 50 age group at that stage. So... Um, all the girls are saying, what about Tom? Because they were looking for someone for me. <laughs> and I started looking. And I said, I've known Tom for years. <laughs> but then I saw a nice side of him and I thought, oh, yeah, he's nice. Oh. You know. Same with you, Tom? Virtually the same, yes. We, uh, we got together after my first wife died. We've been together since the mid-mid-80s now. So table tennis got you both together, I can see that. Oh, yes, yes. Tom, what do you see uh, as the benefits of playing table tennis, especially as we age? Well, I think earlier on it's the competitiveness uh, is the thing that most of the youngsters like and uh, the, the exhilarating exercise that it gives you and it keeps you very healthy naturally. But uh, I think the main things that I've found as I've gotten older are the friends you make, the opportunities you have to travel and meet heaps of people. Mm. Plus, you're playing a sport which you become more efficient at and more competitive at as you get older, because you get better to a certain level. I believe you were, were the person that said to live long, play ping pong. Something like that. We've got a few sayings. That's one good one. We've played it virtually all our lives, I have. That was my chosen sport, I guess you can say. I played tennis, of course, and I love swimming, uh, all those other sports, but table tennis was a chance for me to see the world and, and travel around. Well, you've certainly made a success of it, Tom. You've won over 10 gold medals as a veteran, Tom, and you actually helped establish the Australian Veteran Championships. Could you tell us about that? Well, the veterans have been going since the 80s and uh, we started the uh, association, which began with a very few people and avid players, of course, uh, among which were Joy and, and others. 
but uh, we've we've played this most of our lives from that time on as veterans. I mean, you were a veteran when you turned 40 in table tennis. Yeah. That's the bracket for 10 years. It's a decade over 40s. Then you move into the over 50s, over 60s. Then as they got more, um, you know, numerous, they added over 70s to it. Then, of course, when that got too numerous, we had to have over 80s. They've actually added now over 85s because five years is a long time in a person of 80 years of age. You age a bit quicker, I think. <laughs> we haven't reached the over 90s yet, but I... Well, I reckon you'd be the first one, hey? Well, I might uh, get my bat off the wall again, off the hook, and drag it out. <laughs> no, we still play, but not as vigorously, of course, and I've got to... Watch my things now. I'm getting older. I've balanced and all those sorts of things. But you still have the instincts, I think. What was your most memorable experience? Can you think of anything that sort of pops out? Oh, there's a lot of uh, wins that I've had. And the first one was the over 50 doubles championship of Australia. And that was played uh, when I was turned 50. uh, And with another gentleman uh, lived up in Sydney. We were in Sydney by then. And uh, that win there was something that, that I achieved after a lot of practice and effort and dedication. I might tell you that he has won over 33 Australian titles in singles and doubles. doubles. And I think his most memorable match was at the Worlds when he played in the over 60s and there were 288 entries and he got to the quarterfinals and lost to the winner. Oh, and my goodness. One that of his that best. was an important date too. That was in 1990. I can remember a lot of the details. And we were together, of course, in San Francisco and in Baltimore. Baltimore. Also in Baltimore, yeah. But they have this every four years, like the Olympics. They have it every four years for the Australian Veterans. Oh, right. Look, we'll get on with that because I wanted to ask Joy, I believe you won Australia's first ever table tennis bronze medal at the Commonwealth Games back in 2002. What was that like? Well, that was one of the most exciting times in my life. Anyone would think I won the gold because they couldn't get me off the podium. (laughs) (laughs) But um, to represent Australia, of course, is wonderful and uh, I put a lot of practice into it and um, unfortunately the British girl was too good for all of us, but uh, I managed to hang in there and get the bronze. Oh. So that was exciting. What a fabulous thing that stays with you for your entire life. Yes. Now, the Commonwealth Games is this year and it sees Australia sending the largest ever table tennis team, 14 strong, both para and able-bodied athletes in a combined team. Any advice for them, Joy? Well, I don't think they need much advice because some of them are world champions, you know, and um, and I know some of them have represented Australia in the past as well. So just enjoy it and enjoy the village life. That is wonderful as well. Yeah, yeah. that's fabulous. Oh, look, Tom has just brought out the most amazing board with... Memorabilia from the 2002 Commonwealth Games held in Manchester, England, and it shows Joy's bronze medal and then the English girl, Cathy Mitten, bronze, Alette Mole from South Africa, Africa, silver, and Sue Gilroy from England, gold. That's fantastic. 
Thank that, you so much. I wish, listeners, you could see this. That was down the middle of the road in the village. They put all the winners and runners up and their names all down the middle of the road. Oh. It was stuck really firmly. <laughs> and we cut it off and rolled it up and brought it home. True Aussie spirit. <laughs> kcr.org.au Local radio, local people. Now, can you tell us about uh, how you formed our Kiama Club? Well, basically we had two friends who played locally in another club. It was called the Shell Harbour Workers Club and we played there weekly for an hour or two each week. And we had a very low number of people and not very high-class uh, games, but they're mainly older people and uh, they enjoyed themselves so much. But when we started that club in Kiama, we had a couple of friends who played also with us at the workers' club and uh, six, three couples, six people were involved, although all of them didn't play table tennis, only four that played. And uh, we started the club with 10 people. That was the first meeting in May 2007. Uh, we started getting new members fairly quickly and uh, we've, we've gotten now registered over 70, but there's about 100 that play infrequently. There's 20 or 30 that come you know, once a month or something like that, but they still play. Now we've moved to the bigger area, it's changed the club a little bit somewhat, but it's given a lot more people the opportunity now to play, so we've got more crowds twice a week and three hours a week now. You started, you say, in 2007. Where was that, Joy? Do you uh, recall where that was? Yes, it was the Masonic Hall. Yeah, Yeah. the Masonic Hall, that's uh, on on the corner of the park. It's on the corner there of the roundabout. And uh, it's funny, you know, we didn't have much money to start with, so we went to the tip <laughs> and bought two tables <laughs> for fifteen dollars each. Advertising, <laughs> we picked up a couple more and, and we fixed them all. Yeah, up. we had five. So we ended up with five tables. I wish I had your it. energy. You two <laughs> amaze me. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> that little hall was great. You know, the Masonic people were yeah. good. They let us use the kitchen and we'd have cakes and sandwiches. We had our Christmas party in the hall all decorated up. It was That was a big part of our club, the sociability of it and the talks that they could have through the three hours they were playing. Yeah. They'd have breaks and a cup of tea and talk and and exchange stories. Yeah, I imagine it'd be it'd be the highlight of some people's weeks, it, wouldn't it? Well, it was. Yeah. They looked forward to it so much. Yeah. And yeah. they got older and, and older, as I say, from forties and fifties up to now seventy and eighties. Yeah. I think our average age is sixty two or something like that, sixty one. Yeah. That's fabulous. Yeah. How did you evolve from the Masonic and where are you now? Well it got to the stage, uh, Carol, it, it was getting so enjoyable and we're getting bigger crowds that it was getting a little bit unsafe uh, for the, the proximity of each table to the other. They were sort of five in a row down the hall and five was really the maximum. It should have been about four to make it safer. And we had a few people knocked over by accidents and I, I saw the the evidence of perhaps someone getting really hurt badly. So 
we had to look for bigger premises and that was some time ago. And since then we've been looking and looking and looking and finally we spoke to the council who owned the leisure centre and uh, they said, well, we can rent that, which was a lot more money, of course, but we've had to raise the fees a little bit. It's only $7 a day now and that includes all your afternoon tea and everything else. And now we can probably get up 10 or more tables if we want. We've just bought two. They're about 2,500 each. Oh, my goodness. And they're not cheap to, to establish, uh, you know, bigger numbers of tables. But we have seven now available and also a robot one, which we can put on one table and have the motor at one end and shooting balls out of the play at the other end to practice. Oh, that would be so fabulous. I'd love to see that. Which is in- improving a lot of the older ones' skills because they get so many more hits <laughs> and uh, it, it becomes quite funny to watch it sometimes because they get so keen. They exhaust themselves at the end of 10 or 15 minutes of that. Uh, they've <laughs> got to sit down and have a cuppa. I can understand that. I can understand. Now, what would you say are the... Do you need special skills to play or just a love of socialising? You don't need any skills to play because we've got bats we can loan you. There's plenty of balls. There's plenty of people will gather around you straight away, show you how to hold the bat and get you going as far as getting the ball over the net. So we've got a lot of helpers. So, Joy, the equipment is supplied. You don't need to supply your own. No. Eventually people do like to have their own bat, but at the start there's plenty of bats there to choose from. And uh, first day is free, so people can come along and try it and see if they like it. Oh, that's great. Now, we were talking about your awards and I want to go back to another award that I believe you both won, the Table Tennis Australia Volunteer Award. Yes, we got that last year, actually. Mm. That was a big surprise because when you volunteer all your life, you don't think about rewards or things, you know, you just Mm. do it. But um, some of the members of our club nominated us for this award and put a lot of work into it. And the Australian Association came out with the announcement that um, along with other people, it wasn't just us. Well, there's a time span to a 50 years volunteering. I mean, 50 years is a long life anyway. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, The other one I wanted to talk about was the Medal of the Order of Australia both of you, for your services to the sport. Now, that was on Australia Day in 2021. So did that come before or after the volunteer award? Yeah, that was before. And that was a big, big surprise. (laughs) It was, it was. They all kept it such a secret from us, you know. So 2021 was a pretty big year in your life. It was. It was a big year. (laughs) A lot of opportunities sprung up after that and uh, we've met some so many nice and good people uh, in other, you know, channels of life, not just the sport, but other people we've had the chance to meet. Well, it was wonderful. At the presentation, we went to the Governor-General's residence oh, my <laughs> in Sydney and, uh, and met a lot of interesting people there. Mm-hmm. Gay Waterhouse. The, oh, my goodness. The horse trainer. You know. <laughs> yeah, she yeah was so she was one yeah. that was yeah. there. Yeah. She got the sign, the OIM. Oh. It was interesting to see the people that uh, were getting their service awards too, of course, for, you know, the Army, Navy, Air Force. 
and other groups of people. And uh, she was in sport, of course, and, and got it for her sport effort. So she's quite a character and she can, she can talk well and she's got a million stories to tell you. As you do too, I can tell you. Look, Joy and Tom, it has been an absolute delight. I could keep speaking with you all morning. Thanks so much for allowing Kayama Community Radio to hear your story. And listeners, may I also tell you that you are so welcome at the Kayama Table Tennis Club. I think I'm already going to be a new member. Uh, so... <laughs> Regards from Carol Goddard of Kaima Community Radio. Have a wonderful day. You've been listening to Kaima Community Radio. The views, information or opinions expressed during this segment are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of Kaima Community Radio.